What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, Mama wishes Nicole would dress like her. It's the turtleneck queen herself, the one and only, <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And yeah, I mean, turtlenecks are cool, but I love tight clothes, so oh, he would true. not be he would not be happy with it. That's true. Baggy turtlenecks. I mean, you they could be they could be comfy. Don't you have a baggy turtleneck? I have a baggy turtleneck, but I wear it with tight leather pants, Ooh. so I don't think that would fly in Egypt. Cover your ears, Mamet. <laughs> tight leather pants. How dare you? Before we get started, let me just say, let me just scream, D+, plus, you've done it again. What are you doing, Discovery Plus? Ah, uh, I can't believe that we had to wait until 8, until literally it's on TLC. A lot of people are upset, and Up- I am... Seth. I am among them. I, I spend a large portion of the day on Reddit with the people because we are <laughs> of the people and we are not happy Discovery Plus. And I thought and I I understood almost. I said season premiere. I get it. Yeah. Let's make it a unifying event. It's it's the premiere the country needs. I said we did not yet have the Chinese balloon to bring <laughs> us together. We did not have the Chinese spy balloon to unify this country. So, okay, I get it. The season premiere of The Other Way. Let's all watch it together like the Super Bowl or the election results. Let's all watch it together. But then after that, let's watch it earlier if we can. Let's wake up and have our cereal and watch The Other Way. But no. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it sucks. I think a lot of people are upset because... Not everyone wants to stay up until 8 p.m. Sure. Some people want to go to bed earlier and people pay for Discovery Plus and they expect that, hey, maybe I'll watch it at 5 or at 3 or with my morning cereal. With my morning cereal, with my morning coffee. That's how we used to start our day. But now, geez, putting toothpicks in our eyelids to keep them awake so we can watch because... We got to give this to you guys ASAP, and I'm with you. I feel for some of our friends who maybe they can watch half of it. Then it's 9 o'clock. They got to roll into bed. They got an early morning, and they're going to wake up, and it's going to be spoilers left and right because they haven't watched the episode yet. Yeah. Ah, Discovery Plus. I'm going to give them one more week. I'm going to say maybe, maybe they'll get their act together. Maybe enough people are getting upset that at least, how about noon? Noon would be nice. Release it at noon. Yeah. No, they, they should release it earlier because they do it with Darcy and Stacey. They do it with everything. Sure. They did it with the other way, with the 90-day OG. I don't remember the last time they wouldn't. I mean, do you remember? And woo, I mean, don't get me started. I might get too excited. Remember when it used to come out? I think it was Friday. Yes. Like when Discovery Plus was first a thing, and talk about the old bait and switch. When Discovery Plus was first a thing, you would get it two days early. Uh- Beautiful. It was, it was amazing. I loved it. It was am- as podcasters, Good we could times. watch, watch again, take our notes, watch for pleasure, and then record. No, not anymore. There yeah, we used to watch multiple times. We used to watch multiple times. But what are you going to do about it? Here we are. At least I have now watched the entire episode of, of episode one and of this one because. You guys know what we had to do last week, and that was unfortunate. Yeah. But as we say, better something than nothing. And so yes. I don't think I went back and I watched, and I, I 
kind of think we said most of what happened. Yeah, we didn't miss much. And, you know, all these introductions are interesting. You're meeting the people, but there is nothing happening to the story. You're getting right. to know the characters. Oh, yeah. So we didn't miss much. Not too much. We're going to get into all of that and more on this episode. But before we do, a little housekeeping. All right. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, uh, social media in general, but Instagram primarily at Married to Reality Pod. It's where you guys can keep up with our news, our scheduling. We share memes once in a while. But most importantly, the thing we enjoy the most about it is we get to talk to you guys. Yes. Teresa does most of the talking. She- yeah, I do the talking because I'm the social media president, self-appointed <laughs> social media president. <laughs> she, she smacks my wrists as she sees me open up that inbox and she says, this is my job. And she does a fantastic job at it. So shoot her a message. Share your thoughts. Talk to us. Let us know what you think about this season, what you think about Discovery Plus doing what they're doing. We want to hear from you. We want to yes. make this a communal thing. It's a it's a community out it there. It is. And I think we made it that way. And so come on and join the fun. All are welcome. Come on, share your thoughts. Yes. We want to hear. So also, speaking of community, the the community on Patreon is taken off, Teresa. Patreon.com slash married to reality. And I think we owe it to our friends. Darcy and Stacy, because that's what we're covering over there, and people are really enjoying it, I think. Yeah, and I know that because I am also the self-appointed Patreon president. You sure are, and you're doing, you're doing quite the job. Yeah, you do the uploading, I do the chatting. It's like I'm the fluffer of, the, of this podcast. No, you're just the master communicator. I'm the, I'm the, the AV guy. Mm, I'm the I AV guy. I am the master communicator. I do the behind the scenes. I do the tech work. Okay? I'm the nerd. You are the face. You're the interface. I'm the voice. You're the voice. Oh, <laughs> look at you. I'm the accent. I'm the accent of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you sure are. So patreon.com slash married to reality for Darcy and Stacy coverage. And you guys have maybe heard, may, may not have heard that we may or may not be covering Love is Blind After the Altar. Yes. That releases Friday, Friday. on Netflix. We may or may not be covering it. If we do cover it. All levels of Patreon will get it from Friends with Benefits all the way up to Family Affair. Yes, we may or may not. And I know, guys, that you may or may not be sick of us using the phrase may or may not. This is a disclaimer just for legal reasons. <laughs> but it's our thing. It's our thing. And it's, it's also thing. it's also getting very hard to schedule things now with Discovery Plus releasing things at all hours Ugh. of the night. And, and so we just like to CYA cover our ass and say we may or may not just in case we, we may not. But also, I like adding a bit of a mystery mm. into the schedule. Am I right? Well, I'm sure people hate it, but <laughs> it's not about you guys right now. Well... May or may not, you're like, oh shit, are they gonna cover it? Mm. And then if we if we do, it drops and people are like, Whoa! right. <laughs> and if they don't, well, you can't say anything. Yes. So we may or may not. May or may not. Patreon.com/slash Married to Reality. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast right here. So no matter what we drop on the free feed, when we drop it, you'll get it immediately. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it. <laughs> As hot as Johan's meat. It's so warm. No, touch it, it Teresa. It's actually cold. It must be touch so it. hot. It's touch hot it. in there. It's sitting on display so mm-hmm. people can see their bugs, bacteria. I mean, I get it. He says that how things are done in the DR, but I mean. If it's 
cold in in the structure if it's like you an icebox. You think box. it's cold in the structure? If they're cranking that AC. It might be okay. I don't think they have AC. They have the, the they fans. Have fans. Yeah. Try not to think about it too much. Oh, I'm thinking about it, and I'm I'm not pleased what I'm seeing. <laughs> Especially like it's as room temp as Johan's meat. <laughs> um, and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. New season, new reviews. Let's get it going. If you haven't left one, come on. Five-star reviews get read on this podcast, and I have one to read right now. Do it. This one, comes, it. This one comes to us from our friend Nice Plant. Hello, Nice Plant. AKA, I, like, I a, like Nice Plants. A.K.A. Kate. They've, oh. they've written their name. So Kate says it's titled Last Sip Single, which I think is probably an episode that uh, was titled Last Sip Single that mm. we covered. So Last Sip Single, five stars. I love it. I'm a big 90-day fan and have added Married to Reality to the 90-day podcast that I follow. It has become one of my favorites, Teresa. Beautiful. I even listen to you talk about other shows that I don't watch because I enjoy your humor and the way you interact with each other. Oh. Thank you for adding a smile to my day. You two are delightful. From Kate, a fan. Smiley emoji. Love it. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, nice plant. Nice review. Nice review, nice plant. I love nice plants. I wish I could keep them alive, but you definitely <laughs> kept us alive, this Kate. keeping us alive right now, Kate. Nice plant. Thank you very much. If you haven't left a review, Beautiful leave a nice review. one. Leave a nice one like nice plant over there. All right. That's the housekeeping. What do you say we tease this out a little bit longer before we get to the recap and do a 90 day, by the way? Do it. It's your segment. I have no beef with you today, so I'm not going to interrupt. No room temp beef with me? <laughs> Fl- fluff me up a little bit on this, by the way, if you can. Okay. Right? Okay. Number one, and a few of our friends sent us this story, but uh, shout out to Sasha, because I believe she was the first. Shout out, Sasha. 90 Day Fiance seems to be filming something, and people are not happy. Yeah, and not us, the fans. The fans are not happy for a couple of reasons. One, because Angela and Ed appear to be part of this filming. But two, because they're filming in a resort. I believe it was Isla Bella Beach Resort in the Florida Keys. Mm. And the people staying at the resort were not so pleased. Yeah, I was thinking about this as I was talking to you guys and multiple of you send us the story. So thank you. I was thinking about it. I'm a big 90 fan. Uh, I would love to see... 90 days getting filmed, but Key West, as we all know, or not, but Key West is very expensive. Very expensive. Very freaking expensive. I don't know this, if this is Key West. It was not specific, but it said Florida Keys. All the all, Keys. All, all the Keys yeah. are very expensive. The hotels that are, are pricey. Yes. If it's a resort, I can't imagine that was 500 plus a night, right? Yeah. Imagine if you go to this vacation, you save up all your money that you worked so hard for, and then they block off the they block off the pool or they mm, block the off the, the bar or, oh, hey, tonight's program's not happening. They're filming. I mm. would be pissed. Now hit me with a refund or hit me with a discounted price, and I'm more than happy. I'm on a 90-day safari all of a sudden, and, oh, there's Angel. There's Big Perv. So this is an added bonus. We went to Sedona over the holidays. No, sorry. Well, we did, but I'm speaking of Scottsdale, actually. Oh. And we were staying at a hotel, one that we would not normally be able to afford, but it was like half price because they were doing construction on the parking garage. Yeah. And so from the hours of like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., it was super loud. They had jackhammers going, and that just wasn't coming from our bedroom. That was coming from <laughs> the parking. But, but we got like a 50% discount. So sign me up for that if you're going to interfere with my vacation, and I'm okay with it. 
Yes, I also didn't hear anything, to be honest. I did not hear a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it was a holiday and they, they took yeah. it off. But So that's what's happening. No one knows exactly what's being filmed, but I'm sure we'll learn soon enough. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's Angela, it's Ed, it's Liz. Then there's also Kalani and Asuelu. So who knows what it's going to be. If it's some spinoff, if it's some sort of Discovery Plus sort of bonus thing that's happening. No one knows. Like I, knows. I haven't seen anything official but that's the story that's out there floating and we all seen it. Yes. Call in if you guys know what's going to be filmed. I'm sure you guys will let us know as soon as you find out. Yeah. So thank you, Sasha. And thank you, everyone else who sent that story in. All right. Number two, Ashley of Ashley and Jay. She keeps popping up in the news and in our news. First, we reported on Michael Baltimore's arrest, the barber from their season mm-hmm. who murdered someone and then got arrested. Now we just learned. Her salon, her own salon, got robbed. I saw that. You saw this, Teresa? Yeah, I think our friend Mia sent this to us Shout first. out to Maya. Mia. Maya. 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 I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, I thought... The, Maya, it's the way you write it, I believe. I think it's I think it's Maya. I think it's Mia. One of us is wrong. One of us is wrong, or <laughs> both. or both. But thank you, yes. Um... Apparently, two guys broke into her Pennsylvania salon mm. and made off with thousands of dollars worth of products and, and supplies. That I would sucks. say look for, the, look for the guy with the good hair. That's probably who did it. But <laughs> one thing that was taken, which is not ideal when this gets taken, a gun. She had a gun in a safe. Ooh. They took the whole safe. Oh. I'm not a detective, Teresa. I've watched my fair share of Dateline, but I had to stop because I was scared of my own shadow. Not a detective, but it seems like... Not going to say an inside job, but somebody who knows Ashley or, or frequents the salon because there's video from the security cameras. They walk in, immediately go to the camera yeah. and disable it. Like they knew where the camera was. And then to know where the safe is and to take yeah. that seems like someone who knew the salon pretty well. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is, oh, go over a few times and uh, get your sure. whatever done. And- sure. You can, if you want to see the footage of the security camera, it's on her IG. Maybe one of our friends can identify the person and, and call him out and we can solve this crime. That would be amazing because, yeah, the, that's horrible. Getting, that's your, getting your business ruined. She just launched it, I feel like, within the yeah. past year or so. So that's, that's pretty heartbreaking. So let's crack this case. Let's do yes. that. All right. That's it. That's 90 Day, by the way. Now we can move on to the main event, Sunday night. 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 2. Woohoo! Are you ready? Are you ready to talk about The Other Way? Are you ready to talk about some room temp meat? Well, not. I'm not. But it's part of this. Let's do it. I mean, I've read an article about a dude in Amsterdam who died after eating spaghetti that were bolo- spaghetti bolognas that were. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> please, just so our friends can can let that tickle their ears one more time. <laughs> what? Why is it so funny? What did, what did he eat? What did he die from? I'm gonna die from laughing if you say it one more time. But what what was that dish? <laughs> Spaghetti bologna. <laughs> Just the confidence that you say it with is so what is it? Utterly adorable. I think it's bologna spaghetti. I think it's bolognese. I think it's spaghetti bolognese. Oh, that's so different. 
And you can't even blame the English language. I'm pretty sure that's probably Italian. But, but spaghetti Bologna. <laughs> Stop it. I could be wrong. Anyways, long story short, dude cooked his spaghetti with some meat. And instead of putting it in the fridge, he let it sit on the counter. Yikes. And ate it a few days later oh, as, as a meal prep. And he died because it had already the bacteria, bacteria infested his spaghetti Bologna. <laughs> and he died. And so I almost, that's why I see this, and this was cooked. And that's, but that's the, that's the difference right there. Okay. This man cooked it. Yeah. Then left it on the counter. Yeah. Let it fester. Yeah. Now I'm not a chef, but what Johan is doing here, if, if we are to believe, and I do believe that this is common practice in the DR, he's got his meat out there. Sure. Some, some bacteria may grow, but that's why you cook meat. Right. That's why when you get a burger and it's ground beef and it's been exposed and oxygenized and you that's a word I just made up, I think. But you cook it and you kill the bacteria. Yeah. Also, if you buy beef, it tells you keep it refrigerated. Sure. And it can last in the refrigerator for two days or three days. So if it can last in the refrigerator for two or three days, how long does it last sitting out there on the fresh hot air in the DR? If people don't buy it immediately, within a couple of hours, then that's just disgusting. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it a bit more. Okay. Right Right now, we have Danielle and Johan heading to Johan's home. And again, we're picking up kind of where we left off because Danielle just broke the news that I don't want to live in New York. I want to permanently stay here yeah. where the meat is warm and the sun is hot. <laughs> I mean... I get her point. I get that she's saying New York is so expensive. It's just, how are we going to do this, right? I get it. But I would expect her to have a plan better than manifesting money. Manifest. When in the DR. Have a plan about, all right, I am going to open up a yoga studio. I am going to, like, she just thinks, like, she may do this, she may do that. <laughs> I have, may or may not. She may or may not. Do, and that's not a Skype plan. Yoga. Have a plan, you know, that Johan doesn't make a lot of money. And now with the meat, we'll learn a disaster later. So, okay, either have a plan or how about... You moved to Florida, like you moved That's to, it. and not even Miami or no, Tampa. no, Miami is incredibly expensive. Yeah. That's New York City prices. Move somewhere in between Tampa I don't know. and something West Coast. Yeah, Some, West or East doesn't matter. But outside of Miami and Boca Raton and all these, there are smaller towns that are on the coast, and I'm sure they're way cheaper. You will be in the U.S. You won't lose your pension. You can keep working and slower pace and he will be able to find something too. Yes, that was going to be my my period to the end of that sentence, which is there's large Spanish-speaking populations yeah. in Florida. And so, sure, he can speak Spanish, also be surrounded by English speakers, and probably that'll help his English. Yeah. So, yes, I think that is the solution, and I don't know why no one has brought this up. This I just seems like a no-brainer. Let's move somewhere in Florida where it's cheaper, it's the climate you want, and there's a ton of Spanish speakers. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't get it. I get it. She's She loves the DR because she loves it because she goes there with her New York salary and lives like a queen when and she travels. it's vacation. She's not living there. She's yeah. vacationing there, and that's... The real difference. Yes. So, I mean, for me, it's like, okay, you either have to have a plan or 
think about like think about it daniel like manifesting money it sounds great i mean if you can do it tell me how because i'm gonna be manifesting money too no, but to i don't be think honest, that's realistic to be honest darcy is literally manifesting money by saying i, I manifest this i manifest that she made her brand she manifested money but she's sure, one of but the kind she, but she's, two she's of doing kind. something i guess for for sure and they get to johan's house and i think danielle thought oh well his parents aren't going to want him to leave they have all this this going on here no parent is going to want to let their son go to another country mm. that'll help that'll help my case but when they ask they're like look around there's enough people here already Johan, yeah. Johan's welcome to leave. They are manifesting for Johan to leave and go to the U.S. Because <laughs> Free up some space. It's their dream. And, okay, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Johan keeps saying, oh, every Dominican wants to go to the U.S. It's, uh, it's our dream. Is it? I mean, I get some people do, but I'm sure there's sure. people who love the DR. They sure. love living there and their friends and families and it's beautiful. So I don't think everyone wants to come to the U.S. No, I hate the generalization yeah. from anyone. I'm sure there's probably a large portion or who at least there's a, lar there's a large portion of the DR in poverty. And so I'm sure they all wish they could make more money yeah. and have better work opportunities. But sure, maybe some want to go to America. Maybe some want to go to England. Maybe some want to go to Australia. Who knows? But yeah. he wants to go to America. I was going to say, he wants to go to America, but he doesn't speak English. Let's not forget about it. And he's trying to learn. He says he learns, but he cannot even pronounce arm. Like he's learning some sort of a, I don't know what kind of an English. Like if he really wanted to go, he needed to be serious about it. He had eight months sure. to find an American friend or find a friend at, on the island who can teach him some English. Like he had eight months to do something if you really wanted to go to the U.S. Like right now, to Daniel's point, what are you going to do? I'm also kind of surprised his English is at the level it's at because he works at a resort. I know, right? He's surrounded by foreigners, travelers, whose I'm sure their their primary language is English. Yeah, well, how does he teach right? lessons? Because he's a fitness trainer. Right. If he doesn't speak English. I know, oh, it's a little yeah. perplexing. It is. But anyways, what he ends up saying is, all right, you want to stay here? Let's stay here a little while and see how it goes. If we're doing good, we can stay here. If not, then can we go to the States? And Danielle's like, okay, that I can agree to. Yeah, and I, I guess I, I thought it was good. Like, that's a good solution. Let's sure. see if you can make it work. If not, go back to the United States. I think Danielle is actually going to be the one who has trouble making it work, especially her 10-step beauty routine that she does She does twice a day, so 20 steps a day. I mean, I also have a... Close close your circles on your Apple Watch, folks. 20 steps a day just for your, for your face. I mean, let me see how many steps I have. I have... The wash and then <laughs> keep going. I'm interested. You yeah. are in the bathroom for about 20 minutes every time you go there. Yeah, I have the wash. I got, I'll wash my face well, and then I have the uh, exfoliating uh, serum I put on. Then I put uh, another serum uh, that hydrates it. Then I put my European Nivea thick cream on it. Then I put an oil on it. Oh, and before I do, I sometimes I do the eyes roll too. Okay. It like depuffs you. That's probably like five steps right there. Five or six. Yeah. I, I should add more. I have an idea. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't she just manifest better skin? 
I mean, Save you have to time take and care money. Of skin. You have to take care of your skin. You and also have to get a job to get money, but she thinks she can manifest that. Well, I was going to say that. How like, I know the products I use, some of them are expensive. Some of them are fine. Like You can buy them elsewhere. But how is she going to afford all that or have it shipped to the DR? You'll Do have they to have? Ship it. Is there a Sephora? And that's the thing is like, you think, okay, I get it. You did this 10 step beauty routine, routine in New York because fashion capital of the country. Yeah, you got to stay on top of your game. But I would think you move to the island and you do a little banana boat sunscreen and call it a day. Like, don't you want to also kind of just take your foot off the gas when it comes to that too? Hmm. Right? But no, she's like, well, no, I'm going to I'm going to retire basically, but I'm not going to retire this face routine. I mean, I get that again. Like she you need to take your risk in especially in the sun. In the sun, but you think some sunblock and yeah. moisturize and you, sh- you yeah, should be good. Some coconut oil. You get that natural glow and you're yeah. good. I don't know. I mean, when I do get tan and I just moisturize my face, it looks good. Everything looks better. Yeah. A little tan evens everything out. You're good to go. So, all right, let's get to this butcher shop because this is the talk of the town. Yeah. So, Johan opened up a butcher shop after a few months, uh, a few, after like a few months after marriage. Seven months after. Yeah. Yeah. He he's taken an initiative there, which is good. Although I don't know why he would open up a business there if he was planning on moving, but maybe he wants to leave it to his family or something. Yeah. So I got very confused with okay. Daniel sees it and freaking flies everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like I I could not. I could not. She was inside for longer than I would probably. Mm-hmm. So kudos to her for that. But Immediately, she's like, okay, well, besides the fact that the meat's sitting out here, what are your books? Like, how are you making this work? Like, what are the prices? And she's making a good point. Like, she's being a little aggressive about it. I don't think she should have been. Like, she should have been nicer. But she wants to see the books because she has a software called Excel Spreadsheets. (laughs) Was this not not Oscar (laughs) and Michael Scott in the office? Where where Oscar's like, all right, Michael, like, let's sit down and do the finances. And Michael's just like, this is amazing. This, this is you did this yourself, and he's like, yeah, it's super easy. You put in a number. He's like, but no, like it has my name at the top. <laughs> like, that's, all, that's all Michael cared about. It was it right after he declared bankruptcy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. So good, Michael. Um, this is not how how, how you do it. <laughs> so I wouldn't be worried about the flies in the building. I'd be worried that there weren't people. In the building. Forget all the flies. Where are all the people? Well, there is a guy buying a piece of meat. Okay. That'll that'll keep you in the red. I mean, there was definitely, I would expect for that amount of meat sitting out there, a line out the door so it can just go like boom, 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 boom. For sure. So, okay. Danielle's obviously worried that this business is costing you money instead of making you money. So she goes and she gets her computer and she comes back and somehow this this butcher shop has Wi-Fi. Right? It has Fly-Fi. Shout out to <laughs> JetBlue. It's got Fly-Fi, I think. And yeah, how do, out of everything this butcher has, this butcher shop has, doesn't have a fridge, doesn't have AC, but it's got Wi-Fi. I don't know. I was also thinking that. So she crunches the numbers and bobbity beep, bobbity boop, finds out Johan is spending more than he's taking in. Yes. And Johan says, well, I'm a new business. That also makes sense. But I don't understand where he, she's saying something about where did he get 20,000 um, Dominican dollars? Pesos, I think she yeah. said. Yeah. 
like that's she's like where did you get it from you manifested it <laughs> but she said she he invested more or like than he makes or he was she was basically saying where did you get the money from well, uh, have you never heard of airbnb danielle operates at a loss we work you ever hear of we work operates at a loss come on danielle that's just the way businesses work these days airbnb too Oper- yeah they all operate at losses <laughs> Really? I'm pretty sure maybe Airbnb started to become profitable, but I'm pretty sure like a year or two ago it was operating at a loss. I know we work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We work out of work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she starts losing it and is basically just like, I don't know how you're doing this. I think basically she didn't say it, but I almost feel like she's questioning, are you using my money somehow? Like, are yeah. you taking the money that I give you? Like, it seemed personal for her. Not mm-hmm. just like, oh, you're a dumb business person. It seemed like, are you scamming me and using my money to do this? Yeah, I didn't pick up on this. Like basically, she was saying that he invested like seven fifty American dollars. That she's like way more than he makes at a hotel. Yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah, it was a little fishy. Yeah, she gets upset. She storms off. End of segment. Yeah. And then she just added like, how am I supposed to be married to someone who cannot do basic math? It's like, <laughs> well, you are married to him already. <laughs> my, so. w- my wife is married to someone who can't do basic math either. No, John Danielle. cannot do basic math. It's out of control. It's I don't right. get it. That's not but I love strength. you. I Thank love you. you. I do it for you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. New couple alert. Yes. Nicole and Mahmoud. 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 Something like that. That's what she was saying, Mahmoud. She was saying like Mahmoud. Mahmoud. Okay. New couple alert. New couple alert, Nicole, 38, Los Angeles. And all right, let's let's talk let's talk about Nicole for a minute. Nicole, the sexiest pizza delivery person I've ever seen. She is she looks like a model. She is gorgeous. And she shows up at the front door like, Hi, here's your pizza. <laughs> Good night. I, I'm telling you, there are several, if not dozens, of men in LA ordering pizza every night of the week right now. For sure. I think she I'm surprised you find her attracted attractive with the hair. That's the one thing where I go, I wonder if I find her more attractive with longer hair or if it's just working for her. Her eyes are I gorgeous. I think the hair like, is working for her. I think, I think the hair looks good her. Yeah. on her. I know you don't like short hair, but Seeing the throwbacks with her red hair, I didn't like like that. Didn't it was, love it. It was not that good. But this, she looks like she is in fashion, and oh, yeah. she is in fashion. Yeah, there's one shot of her. I think it's her interview shot where it's just like she's stunning. Like you see her out in the day with her friends. You're yeah. Like, oh, she's a very pretty girl. But yeah, that one like straight on shot where she gives her interviews, she's stunning. Yeah. And yeah, she's in fashion. She studied fashion design. She worked in the industry, but realized this ain't it. Yeah. So she is. Reselling clothes, which is something yes. I should be doing, and I'm just I'm just lazy to do the whole post office thing. You, you don't need to open a store, Nicole. Do it on isn't it Poshmark or yeah, something? That's, right? Yeah, yeah. I think do that's on, what she's doing. No, she's a store. Unless she oh she was going and buying it to then resell it. Yeah, uh, or maybe she, she also I think she makes something too because she has the sewing she machine. Has the sewing machine, and then she's a delivery person too. I can't believe that. So, I mean, <laughs> double income. Yeah. Um, so she realized this isn't for me. And so she's, yes, reselling clothes. And she also got into meditation and spirituality. Yeah. Uh, let me just say this. I think Nicole is absolutely nuts. 
Um, I Absolutely think, not. I think, and, and sorry to offend, but anyone who goes this hard into meditation and spirituality has a little bit of a screw loose. Oh, that's not why I think she's nuts. Oh, okay. I think she's nuts because she went on this on this spiritual trip to Egypt. Not nuts. Mm-hmm. Sure, do it. Travel. And on her last day when she's looking at fabrics, she met Mahmoud. She met Mahmoud. But let me back up just because I want to clarify. If you meditate, that's totally normal. That's good for you. If you're spiritual, totally normal. That's good for you. When you start going on like spiritual singles websites and this becomes your identity and you're all in and you can't deal with other people who aren't this spiritual. I feel like that's when it starts to go awry. But yeah, so she goes on this spiritual singles website. She doesn't end up, or maybe she does, but she she doesn't end up with one of these spiritual singles. She ends up meeting Muhammad in Egypt, Mahmoud. an Egyptian. Yeah. In the fabric store. On the last and day. On yes. the last day. And he basically proposes to her. And she thankfully turns it down. No, she doesn't. She doesn't agree to marrying him the first day. She laughs it off. And then when he brings it up a few days later, she agrees. Correct. So she flies back to Egypt, marries Mahmoud. Yes. They have this whole like ceremony and everything. None of her friends or family knows, right? No. No. And then she stays living there for two months, realizing that, holy shit, this is very, very, very different. Uh-huh. I need to leave. Uh-huh. So, yes, after two months, she beelines it back to L.A., and this is where we see her meeting up with her friends because she needs to tell them some things. Yes. So she's meeting her friends, and that's why like, the way she talks, she's like, she talks like this. I think she's off. Um. Okay. Well, you know, th- some people, you usually a lot of like creative people are a little off. Like they live sure. in like a little different reality. For sure. And I think her being creative because she is in fashion and being spiritual, she is off. And her reality is not the same reality that I have, right? So anyways, Fair she's enough. at this flea market meeting her friends and she's like... Wait, no, we already talked about the flea market. That was Johan's butcher shop. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Yeah. No, this is a, a flea market I would actually go to. <laughs> yes. But she's like, oh, hi, guys. I'm leaving for Egypt uh, to live with Mohammed. Wait, how, what? How, how are you doing? Wait, what? I, you're le- huh? I thought you guys were separating. Well, here is the crazy story, right? So You should go for a drink. Yes. She's like, and I'm like, I'm glad they did because this story is just <laughs> I'm, wild. I'm glad we're all drinking tall boy hard seltzers right now for this story. Cause that's the only way this is going to go down easy. I mean, I would go to a flea market that sells booze. Like a booze truck. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Okay. So. Damn LA. Go ahead. So they grab a drink and so she's, she's saying, well, I, after I left, I applied for a K-1 visa cause I couldn't live in. Couldn't live in uh, Egypt, too many rules, too different for women. And so I was going back and forth. 11 months later, we got into this big fight. I canceled the visa and asked for a divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that makes, that sounds about right. If the culture difference and you marrying him after meeting him for 12 hours. Uh, okay, I get it. But they ended up not getting a divorce. Right. They ended up kind of fixing it or missing each other. So she's going to try it again. She's going to go and move to Egypt again, hoping that now when she knows what she's signing up herself to, 
will make it better. And it's it's not going to. No. It's not going to for so many reasons, but primarily one of the issues that seems to be one of the biggest issues is her fashion and her clothing and she is this fashionista, and now all of a sudden you're just going to throw all that away, and you're just going to wear what Muhammad tells you to wear. Yeah, like you're you're a fashionista, I would say. You're in, yes. you're into clothes, but mm-hmm. at a different level than Nicole. So okay, I can almost understand you if you had to go and live in a culture where okay, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. Like you are, fashion is not your life. Fashion is Nicole's life, and you're going to go live somewhere where you don't have the freedom of expression when it comes to your clothes, and that's just the beginning of it. Yeah. There's so many other things she can't do. Oh, well, she can't hug. She can't get physical touch with Mm -hmm. a man. She can't drink tall boy seltzers. Like, Mm -hmm. she can't live her life, and I don't understand why she thinks, okay, I'm going to go back, and it's going to be better. Go with your first plan. If you really do love this man, which is try to get him to come to the States and see how that works out. Yes. I don't understand the going the other no, way. No, and here. it's not going to work because there are rules in Egypt and all these like Muslim or very religious countries. You need to follow the rules. If you're not willing to follow the rules, there's no freaking way you can live there. Absolutely right. freaking not. And we give everyone shit who goes the other way and tries to play by their own set of rules. It's like, no, if you're going to go to another country, you got to play by their rules. Just like what we would hope that people who come to America would be open and accepting yeah. of our rules. And that's why a lot of, I've never been to Egypt, but look, very popular destination for Czechs because it's cheap. But y- usually you don't leave the resort. You sure. land at the airport, you go to the resort, you stay there. They arrange, like, you want to see the pyramids, like, let's go with a hotel crew, right? right. You want to ride a camel, let's go with a hotel crew. No one's really wandering around Egypt on their own because it's just not safe in a way that they might offend someone, right? They right. might just do something that's not going to be received well with the people living in there. And so, yeah. Right. So I get it. You love this person, although I don't really know how you can love someone who's this controlling. But if you do, why don't don't you bring him this way as you were intending to do and see if he can allow you to live your life the way you want to in America. No, he wouldn't. It's an even Muhammad situation, right? But. It, it's more likely that she'll be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. You you are wrong to think, oh, I should go to this other country and just continue to live the way I want to live. No, you, you do have to concede a little bit. Yeah. I'm all for international love, you obviously. Are? No. Obviously. But I also think that if you need to change this much for someone, it's not love. And I get it. No. There are rules. It's cultural. But- even if you think, oh my gosh, I love this person now. If you need to change for that person w- without really wanting to, then how long are you going to be in love? You're going to fall out of love like this. Sure. There are so many things you concede in the beginning of a relationship when you just want to bang the person. You're like, yeah, I don't care. I don't have to drink, whatever. Let's just bang. And then after you bang and after you've spent enough time with a person where you've made up your mind of like, okay, this isn't just a one and done thing. I'm not just doing everything I can to get in their pants. Then you have to make the hard decisions of like, does this bother me? Am I okay with this? Are they actually getting on my nerves? Mm -hmm. And again, for someone who fashion is not a big part of their life, 
I I could see them being fine with, okay, sure, I got I to gotta wear this, I got to wear that, loose clothes, cover up, fine. But not for someone whose life is all about expressing themselves through the clothes they want to wear. Yeah, I, and I remember Nicole... And oh, Nicole and Asin, yes. Different, she, different Nicole. Different Nicole. She didn't want to follow the rules either because you have to cover yourself and it's hot there. I know Nicole right. was always saying oh, it's hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People who live in Egypt or Morocco or Jordan. Sure. They're more acclimatized too. Yeah, they're yeah. more acclimatized. Like if you have a ran- an American person who does not want to follow the rules really. They just want to be with the person they love. They love, I'm doing the air mm-hmm. quotes. Then that's it's not going to fly. Let's just put it on the table and it's not going to fly. Right. And I think Nicole has this belief that, oh, he'll change. I can change him. But we see them have this Skype conversation and it's same old Muhammad. He's saying, yeah, when you come here, we're going to fight because you don't want to obey my commands, which is wear loose clothing, cover up, don't touch another man. And Nicole's like, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll give it We'll give it a chance. I could change. I mean, here's the thing. I think she could still be a fashionista because look at Shaida. Yeah. Like Shaida needs to cover herself. She never wears like super tight clothes, right? Sure. Maybe sometimes tighter, but... That's fine. She still looks good. I like her style. So I'm sure Nicole could still make it work. Here's my thing. Would he allow her to, to be that bold or would just he just needs her to be modest because right. that's part of the culture? I, th- I think we have to wait and see, but I would think he wants her to be more modest. Yeah, for sure. But let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm excited about this one. And it's oh, not just because I like looking at her. And I think... I think she is crazy, but crazy as like a bo- bohemian crazy, like, whoa, like... Wild and free. Yeah, wild and free, and yeah. she's not really in touch with reality. So let's see how that's going to work in Egypt. Let's see. All right, before we move on, I think we need to take a quick break. But when we come back, one of my other favorites, Chris and Jamie. All right, we'll be back in a second. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you doing? Doing good. Enjoying this so far. I'm really liking the other way. I know. I know I said it last episode, but I'll reiterate it because I'll admit when I'm wrong. So far, so very good. Well, it's also because of all these new people. New people. And new people that seem to bring some excitement. New people make a big difference. Yes. And uh, let's let's just, I was just going to say, and there is some new diversity that we don't see often on 90 Day. So let's talk about one of them. Which is nice. And, and I don't want to get shit for saying this, but big fan of diversity. Love it. Love to see it. But let's make sure there's a, a real love story here yeah, and we're not just sure. casting people because, Oh, we haven't done this before. Like Chris and Jamie, we have not had a lesbian couple on no. 
the other way. But I hope it's a I hope it's a real love story and there's interest here besides just their sexual preference. I think there is. I don't think they'll make it because they have so many issues, especially Chris. Sure. But I think it is a real love story. And here's the thing. You say cast people. Well, they need to sign up for it, the show, right? You don't just walk around and and finding random sure. people, casting people. Like they, they have to come to you, be like, hey, we are an international couple. This is what we're trying to do. Want to get on the show. But all the more reason where you really have to vet them because you look at the first seasons of 90 Day and you're like, these people are so authentic. Then you you start moving into the later season. You go, they just want to be on TV. They just want to spin off into an Instagram influencing career. It's not real love. It's not real relationships. Some. And that's when it starts to get boring. And so that's where I'm saying, oh, it's great to have diversity. But diversity doesn't make it necessarily interesting. True. So I hope it's an interesting, authentic love story that we can all get behind and root for or root against. If anything, it's definitely interesting because... For sure, for sure. Chris and Jamie, that's who we're talking about, they're FaceTiming each other and because Chris is moving to Bogota tomorrow. It's only a day away. And we're going to have a fast wedding here. Yes, nine days from the time she lands... They'll be walking down the aisle and saying, I do, hopefully. That's the plan. A lot of people think they're rushing. I'm one of those people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Chris points this out and says, people think we're moving too fast. Jamie says, nah, I'm happy. You're my soulmate. You can't be soulmates if you haven't met the person. True, because we talked about it before. It's the smell. What do you call it? Pheromones. Yes. I think it's very important if you don't if you don't smell well to each other and I'm not talking perfumes then how can you make it work? I think that's a big part of being attracted to someone. Pheromones, sure. Okay, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. But more so if you haven't spent physical time with a person, you haven't spent time with a person. Talking on FaceTime, talking on the phone, that is so one dimensional. Mm-hmm. You don't know the person. Yeah. So, so sure, you could like, you could love what you've seen, love what you've heard, but they can't be your soulmate if you've never sat in a room with them for more than, for any time, actually. If you've never sat in a room with them and had a conversation with them, smelled their pheromones, touched their body, sorry, you guys aren't soulmates. And, and that's yeah. what gives me some, some red flag vibes. Well, let's, let's go there. So the next day, Chris is ready to go. Kids are driving her to the airport. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you wearing? I've seen some interesting travel attire, but this takes the cake because she looks like a birthday cake. She looks, she looks like she, there is something wrong with her. Oh, there is. Her fashion sense. She's wearing a a tutu. (laughs) If TSA was doing their job, they would not let her on a flight. No, I want... What's up with the headband? Like, what is it? A minus 50 degrees in Alabama? Like, what? what is, what's up with your hair? Don't you want to look good when you land and see Jamie for the first time? <laughs> Jamie who freaking went to the salon and got herself done up? It, it was mind boggling. And I'm glad they put her in the back of the plane. Because if you notice, she was sitting in the yeah. very last row. Because, yes, she, keep her close to the flight attendants. Keep her close back there. Because... Yeah, I would have an eye. I would have both eyes on what? her if she stepped on her flight. I was like, flight. what the fuck are you 
wearing? Didn't, didn't, so many questions. And I forgot that she likes to dress up. Okay, dress up in your living room when you fly and you are surrounded by people. How about you keep it to jeans and a shirt? <laughs> how, how about that, Chris? Which, yeah, you got to think about other people on a flight. You don't want to have a tuna sandwich. You don't want to listen to music without headphones. And you don't want to draw this much attention to yourselves because people are going to start worrying. Yeah, but anyways, emotional goodbye. She looks ridiculous. I think her kids are happy that she's leaving because they're like, Mom, freaking <laughs> don't even stand next to me. I don't know where Star got her fashion sense from, but her T-shirt, it was better than what Mom was wearing. Her T-shirt said, breaking news, nobody cares. Yeah, that's not bad. That's I'll not wear that bad. It. We, we've all shopped that hot topic before. That's, <laughs> that's not that bad. The other issue was someone help Chris with her with her luggage, please, because they just say goodbye to her at the curb, and then she's carrying like 19 suitcases <laughs> across the floor. You're allowed to walk up to the baggage counter with her. Yeah. Kids, grab a bag and help mom to the baggage counter. You're not going through security. I'm surprised mom got through security, but that's a whole other thing. Help her. Help your mom with her bags. <laughs> she got it. Well, she got it. She, I was literally questioning her whole being at that moment. But she's on the plane. She got on the plane, heading to Columbia. Yes. Which we cut to next. And this is where we see, yes, Jamie's at her friend's Alex and Leo's salon. She wants to look nice yes. for the arrival. Yes. And like nice, like a ni- nice, like a normal people. Like normal nice. Yeah, like normal nice. Yeah, like not makeup. Like, yeah, some not, makeup, some hair. Not my best unicorn onesie. No. My best face forward. Yeah. And we have Alex and Leo who are her friends that she met in the modeling world and and they're doing her up. And I cannot wait to see Alex and Leo's reaction when they see Chris. They're going to lose their shit when these two gentlemen see Chris in the flesh. Yes. I mean, Chris is definitely an interesting persona with this whole dressing up and, and I feel bad for her because of her narcolepsy. And that's what... Basically, Jamie setting her friends. They sure. don't know what it is. No, and she says sometimes like she falls asleep on Zoom or on FaceTime. Right, which and has got to be terrifying. I, yeah, I, can she even drive? Like, I don't, I don't know. think people with narcolepsy should be driving. I don't know. We we saw she was being driven to yeah. the airport, which many people on the show are. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. That would it would make sense that she would not be able to drive. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But she's telling them about Chris and she's coming and they're kind of questioning it because she told them about the story, how she disappeared multiple times. And then she started talking to the woman in Texas. Yes. And so it's all kind of like, long story short, you should wait with the wedding. Yes. Leo and Chris, our team, postpone the wedding. Yeah. Why don't you get to know this person? Why don't you actually meet this person in the flesh? Meet this person in the onesie. And, and then. And it's Colombia. And as we know from Gabe, who we're going to talk about next, they get 180 days on their visa. Right. Why are you getting married nine days after? You have more time. Because the venue is only available. Ah. The hotel is only available this time. Well, maybe maybe hotel the hotel is sending you a sign that you need to postpone the wedding. Well, let's see if they even get to stand each other for nine days. I'm here for it. Oh, I'm so here for it. And I can't wait for the next episode when she sees Chris for the first time leaving the airplane in a freaking tutu and I hope whatever he- headband she put on. Listen, we're, we're coming hard 
at Chris for her choice of clothing. I hope Jamie accepts her. Oh, she has to. I hope Jamie accepts her for, for what she's wearing. But yeah, that's an acquired taste, Chris. This is an yeah. acquired taste. And, and I feel like I have the right to say, not for me. Not for me either. Not for me. Okay. Let's see. Gabriel, Gabe, and Isabel. Yes. New so. couple for us, although they were on the first yes. episode. We did not talk about them because they were not in that first look. This is great. I love I love mom, Mother Marie, being like, now that you're packing your dick foam sewing machine, this is things are getting real. <laughs> <laughs> you're, pa- you're packing up. <laughs> things are getting real. I mean, it's a good business this idea. This is a great business. Yeah. I hope he, I'm wondering if like that's his main source of income. Like how, how popular it is. Yeah, how much, how, the market is small. Let's be honest. The market, the packages are big, but the market is small. But this is what I always tell you, Teresa. You see a problem and you solve it. Yeah, we solved it. We sit there so many times going, how do we make a million dollars? What can we invent? What, what, what is our Shark Tank idea? That's not really how it works. You gotta, you need to come face to face with the problem Mm. and then solve it, which is what Gabe did by creating underwear with foam penis inserts in it for transgender men. Brilliant. Love it. Love it too. But also wondering, yeah, how much can you really make? Yeah, well. But he's packing his sewing machine. I was going to say, he's packing his sewing machine and he's (laughs) moving to Colombia. Yes. And they start talking about the trip with, with mom and she doesn't understand the rush to get married here either. But this is where he explains, well, you get 180 days per calendar year Mm -hmm. and he's already gone right he's one of the smart ones who have met their significant other in person before deciding to get married they have an apartment so they've they've spent some serious time together but that means he's only got x amount of days left on the visa and so he wants to go to colombia and as he says live the american dream which colombia make that make sense uh i don't know as as danielle says to johan the american dream doesn't exist (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes all right so we finally meet isabel because we didn't meet her last time no isabel 34 columbia two kids sarah 16 and miguel angel 11 how old is sarah 16 they look like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything then i'm gonna zip it and throw away the key well she's very pretty very pretty. Uh, uh, I think she can be a model. Yes, very, very pretty. They're like Gilmore Girls. That was the whole oh. plot about Gilmore Girls that she had Rory when she was 16. Oh, no Isabel sure. had Sarah when she was 17. And so that's why now when Rory is 16 and she's 30, 32, they're very close. They're like besties. Mm-hmm. This, they seem to have this type of relationship that there is still like 34 is still very young. 16 is, well, two more years and she can do whatever she wants. So they're, yes. they're on that besties level. Unlike, or no, like Johan, I'm terrible at math, as we said. So 16 and then mom is 34. So the difference in age is? 17, as she said it. She got pregnant at 17. Yeah. Oh, so that's the difference in age. Yeah. Well, nine months. Could be 18. And here is a real life example of I'm John terrible. being really bad at math. I'm terrible at math. Anyways, so yeah, she had her first kid. She had Sarah at 17 with her first boyfriend. 
after she got pregnant, the relationship got rocky, got bad. So they broke up after a couple of years. Then she met this next guy who became her son's father. She thought this was going to be different, but it wasn't. So she left that guy. She went to school, got a job, raised her kids herself. Shout out to, to boss babes. And she thought, you know, what? I'm going to be alone. I'm just going to be a single mother, raise my kids. Then she met Gabe and she loved his energy, his singing, his dancing. So everything changed for her. Yes. And so we learned this about this story a little bit on the last episode, but now we hear it from Isabel. She says that she saw his social media first and she yeah. realized he's trans. Mm-hmm. And then right after he texted her and he came out because he just wanted to be honest. Like they had nothing to hide, right? He said, you're going to probably check out my Instagram. And so let me just yeah. tell and you what's so, going on. And, and she said, she said she was shocked because there was nothing feminine about him. So she no. didn't, she didn't even, didn't even cross her mind. And all she sees him as is a man. And that's all she cares about. And I thought it was beautiful. It's beautiful. And here's what I wonder. She says, I, I had these two past relationships, the fathers of my children, and she's talking to her daughter, Sarah, who's 16. I'm going to keep reminding myself of that. And she says, oh, my, my exes was all machismo, these guys, these men, and they weren't good for me, right? They weren't good men. I wonder if there's something about Gabe being a trans man that comforts her hmm. because, yes, outwardly so and, and inwardly so in all the ways – Gabe is a man. Yes. But there's still, or maybe just in Isabel's mind, a feminine energy. She was born a female. So so Isabel's had terrible experiences with men. So maybe there gives her some comfort that Gabe was once a woman. I don't think so because I just think she said there's nothing feminine about him. I they never even they never even And I believe that. But genetically, he he is a woman, was a woman. He I, was I a woman. Right. And so just maybe in the back of her mind, she goes, this one's different. Maybe. In, in a good way, in a great way. Yeah. I mean, she long, long story short, she doesn't care. She sees Gabe as a man, as he is. Sarah doesn't care. She loves Gabe for mm-hmm. who he is, right? Yeah. So all good. Apparently... This is the only man that Sarah has a good relationship with yes. out of all the mom's boyfriends. Yes. So she's happy about it. Mom's happy. Well, well are the grandparents going to be happy? The grandparents are a little bit more conservative. Because here's the thing. Grandparents love Gabe, but they love Gabe, not, but not, they don't know that he's mm-hmm. trans. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Would you, would you tell them? Yes. Eh. I think so. I mean, if you're on TV, then you have to, but I think honesty is the best policy. What you have to do is you have to tell them and you have to be prepared for them not to accept it. And you have to say, well, I don't care what you think. I love this man and I'm going to be with him. And you love him and hope that your parents come around once they see this love. Yes. That's what I would do. And that's what they're planning on doing and hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. All right. Let's see. I'm here for it. I, I, I'm here I, for all these couples so far. Me too. Uh, it sucks because Danielle and Johan were like one of our favorite couples on Love and Love Paradise. Love and Paradise. On Love and Paradise. And now they're like one of my least favorite couples because it's just that same old thing of like, yeah, we know yeah. about them already. They're not fresh anymore. Yeah. 
but their story is still interesting. Yeah. So no, for sure, so far, I'm loving it. So far, so good. So far, so good. One more. Let's talk about Jen and Rishi. Yes, another couple we met last week. Yes. And so we see them all having dinner. We have Jen, we have mom, Donna, brother, sister, and all. They're having dinner. And something I didn't pick up on last time, and maybe it wasn't evident, Jen comes from a religious family, seemingly somewhat to very religious, because they say grace before dinner. This could be an issue in this relationship in India. I don't think she's that religious. Okay. She was just raised yeah. in a family. And they're in what? Oklahoma? Like Sure, it's pretty yeah. probably yeah. Excuse more religious. If than she says New she York. travels, she's a nomad and all that. I think I think like leaving your hometown or your parents' house, if that's how you grew up mm-hmm. and then you travel the world and you kind of I'm not saying she stopped being religious. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but you, your mind gets opened a bit more and maybe sure. you, you realize that, well, it's not the most important thing in the world. There are other things that can, if I'm still religious, can go hand in hand with it or maybe she changed her mind. Okay. So at dinner, everyone is talking about Jen leaving, obviously, and they're getting emotional. But Mama Donna, she's supportive of this move. She doesn't want to stand in the way of love. Because she says that she always knew she's going to leave. She was always adventurous. She never wanted to stay home. And so it's almost expected. So so Mama Donna is supportive of this. Are Rishi's parents going to be supportive of this? Ooh, Rishi's parents. So this is Summit 2.0. This is Summit 2.0. I have no idea that Jen exists. I mean, they do. They think she's a friend. They say and that's she, about which it. Is, which is what... Submit yeah. said with yeah. this is yeah, this is submit with the good hair. And it's the same old story. <laughs> Jen, just a friend, but really a secret lover. Mm-hmm. And will the parents accept it or will they threaten suicide? Only we'll time see. Will, only time will tell. We'll see. But Jen says, Yeah, well, he was he introduced me as a friend, but he did tell his parents years ago that he doesn't want to do the arranged marriage, he wants a love marriage, and they said, Okay. You can do a love marriage, but they don't know that he's going to do a love marriage with an American. Who is older. Who's an older American. She's She doesn't look, but she's 48. She looks good too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say about this whole thing. I love I love it for the entertainment factor. But Rishi, why don't you run this by your parents before you make this poor woman uproot her life and move to a new country only to find mm-hmm. out that actually I'm not going to go through with it because I care more about what my parents think and say, and I don't want them getting prank calls in the middle of the night. Yeah. Why don't you tell your parents before you you make Jen move to another country? But also he, as we learn later, has 11,000 followers. Mm-hmm. He's a model. He's a trainer. I'm sure he gets attention from other ladies. So I'm just trying to figure out. What is it about Jen that he wants to stick with? She cannot give him kids. I'm sure he might want to have kids. She's older. She's not Indian. There are going to be issues just in general. The parents are going to have a hard time accepting it. We all know it, right? So why Jen? Well, they've met in person, right? There was the whole meet cute story in the hotel lobby where he went through his entire portfolio. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe the pheromones, they met in person. There is a bond there. The other 11, 10,000, well, she doesn't follow him. So the other 11,000 are just names mm-hmm. online. There's no connection there. So I 
can buy this. I can get behind. They met in person. They hit it off. She is an attractive woman. And there's a real relationship there. What I can't support is the fact that you're going to make this woman move to another country when you haven't told your parents yet. True. So. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to be the issue, of course. Yeah. So everyone's concerned. Brother is concerned about it. Sister-in-law is concerned. Jen, me. Not so really, but who was also concerned are her two besties who she's meeting the next day, Randy and Myra. Yeah, who live in different states, but are coming to town to, to send her off because they don't know when she's going to be back. Yes. So they're going to, they all meet in person at a restaurant. And so they met in college, which is interesting to me because what does she do for a living? We don't know. No. She lives at the ranch. She helps out. That's good. But... What do you do for a living? You went to college. So you have a college degree, right? Okay. Most likely. What is, it, what is it? I don't know. And we also learned through this meeting that this isn't the first time she's about to up and leave for a guy. No. Like she's bounced around the country for men. And that's that's how she travels. That's how she travels? <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Um, hobosexuals. What? Hobosexual, I think is the name of like. No. Yeah. That's, I don't think that's correct. I think that's it. I'm going to look it up. Hobo, because you know what a hobo is. <laughs> yeah, it's a homeless person. Uh-huh. So I think it's like you don't have a home. You just bang people to live there. A hobosexual is a person of the opposite sex who comes to visit you and wants to stay with you and live with you, and you start a relationship. <laughs> so it's a homeless person who wants the home. A, a hobosexual is a person. This is on stdcheck.com, which sounds very official, <laughs> which if you are a hobosexual, I would recommend getting an STD check. A hobosexual is a person who is homeless, oh, and hooks up with different strangers at bars or clubs to prevent sleeping on the streets. Yeah. yeah. That's literally what I just said. I a don't ho- think she's hobosexual. A hobosexual refers to someone who only dates you with the motive to find somewhere to stay. I don't know. She's, I don't think she's that's sleeping her. At, she's staying at her parents' house now, and then yeah. every other place she stays at, she's having sex with the person. Yeah, I don't think she's homosexual, but I think she, <laughs> I think she has a bad, um, uh, bad track record, bad yes. picker when it comes to her man because she, as she said it, and friends confirm, she loves handsome men, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not even always good for her, right? right? So she doesn't see beyond the shell, right? So the friends are like, "There's a ton of red flags here." You don't deserve to be treated the way that Rishi is treating you because we've all been on his Instagram. I, some of us more than others, according to one of these friends. <laughs> You're hidden, right? I think he's just using you as a green card. And Jen's like, this is not this is not the launch I want. This is not what I expected. I should have done the old Irish goodbye. Should have done the old Indian goodbye and just left <laughs> without saying anything. But the friends are like, you know what? We watched we watched the season with Steven and Alina. We know what we got to do here. We need to infiltrate his social media and try to catfish him and see, yeah, let's how, catfish. see if he's going to bite the old bait. So I don't know. I'm kind of a hottie. What if I message him and see what he says back? Ooh, well, also, why... There is no green card in question, really, because there, she's moving there. 100%. He seems to have his best life. 100%. And he also, as she said, said to her family, he is the main provider for his family, so he cannot move. She literally right. said it. Right. So he's not using it for a green card. 
Randy disagrees, but I think also Randy just wants to see if she's hot enough to get Rishi's attention. Ooh. So she's like, why don't I just slide into his DMs and kind of s- test out the waters here? Yeah. And wow. Jen goes along with it. Well, I think poor Jen is like, you know what? Sure. I trust my man. You do you. You try it. And she believes or at like- least makes it look like she believes that he will not message Randy back. I would just be like, absolutely not. For so many reasons, but mainly because if you ever found out, it looks terrible. Yeah, but, but it, it wasn't her idea. I think I think I'm okay with it because it didn't come from Jen. If Jen was the one saying, Randy, uh, can you catfish him for me just so I can check if he's if he's uh good and doesn't talk to other women, if it's Randy's idea and you trust your man and you're like, you know what, you try it, you do you. But you clearly don't because she should have said, no, don't do that. If I found out or if one of your friends did that and I was like, oh, this is actually one of T's friends, I would go and think, you don't trust me. I would think there's no trust in this relationship and that's why either you asked your friend to do it or you allowed your friend to do it. You didn't put a stop to it. I would think there's zero trust here and that would that would really hurt the relationship. Yes, but maybe they have issues. Maybe, listen, if I felt like you're talking to other women and... I would totally talk to you about it. You would say no. But if I still felt like you are and your Instagram was beeping and you're on your phone too much and you don't show me what's going on, right? I mean, I would maybe want to test it out. How was you okay. going to find out? I would okay. never I would never go to your phone. Like, I'm not that person. So I would never grab your phone and go through it, yes. even though I can. Yeah. But if that's the way to just try using one of my friends, I don't think I would be necessarily so, against it. Okay, Fine. So what you're saying is deep down, Jen does have some concerns. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's terrible. That's yeah. bad. You're yeah. you're uprooting your life and moving to another country, but you, you do yeah. have concerns. I'm sure she oh yeah. Okay. So I just think it's bad. Don't move to another country, folks. And didn't she say he was talking to a woman like she actually knew? Maybe, yeah. I think yeah, she was talking about it in the previous episode. So yeah. Not she good. just chooses to trust him. At least in front of her friends. True. So next day, we have the results of the catfishing test. Jen FaceTimes Randy, the bait Randy. And here we go. This is this is one of my favorite exchanges of the entire episode. <laughs> She's like, Rishi responded. And it's it's pretty concerning. So here's here's what happened. I sent a message and I said, Hi, I've been looking at your posts and I like what I see. How do you feel about me? Like, this is like, first of all, this sounds like such a bot. This yes. sounds so not real. I just think she just wants to hear that she's hot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so how do you feel about me? And Rishi said, do we know each other? And then I said, I know you from seeing your pics and I think oh you're attractive. Gosh. And Rishi says, well, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm in London right now. And that was the last of it. This is okay. This is bad for so many reasons. It's really bad because you needed to, if you think he's using you for a green card, you needed to say you're from America, Randy. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe once she said London, he's like, London, nah, ah, I that's don't want to go to London. That's my point is if this was a true test to see if Rishi's using you for a green card, you needed to say America. Or Rishi was smart and it's like, look at, let me look at this woman. I'm sure her and Jen are friends on social media. I know Jen right. doesn't follow. I know just Jen right. doesn't follow Rishi, but he can. 
I can't imagine that Randy has more than 200 followers. So he did a quick scan. <laughs> he saw she's friends with Jen and he's like, okay, let me stop right here before it gets bad. <laughs> Jen's like, well, I don't know. I just think maybe his English isn't great. And it just, it doesn't worry me Poor Jen. what he said. And just Randy, you can just see Randy's like, are you kidding me? I'm an attractive female and he's, <laughs> and he's talking to me and I'm attractive and you should be worried. Oh, that's all she wanted to know. That's, that's it. And, and Jen is definitely sitting there going like, Randy, you're not cuter than me. Like, I'm not that concerned. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Well. Re- sure, Rishi and Randy sounds cute and I could picture the wedding invites, but I'm not that concerned. Yeah. Well, Jen, I mean, Jen, Randy wanted to prove her point and she kind of did. But Jen, it doesn't matter to Jen. She's going. She's leaving. She's nothing, moving to India. Nothing Nothing's you say. going to stop her. Nothing's going to change my mind. And Randy just. To put a pin in it, Randy's being a hoe. <laughs> Randy's being a hoe for show. She's so jealous of Jen. She didn't even go to Jen's first wedding. We don't like. We don't like Randy. No, Randy. No. We don't like Randy's. Not for us. All right. That's oh. the episode. Oof. Thank you for <laughs> screwing us up, Discover Plus. Yeah, we're gonna be tired tomorrow, D Plus. Yep. But we do it for you guys. So thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. If you guys are new to the pod, if you're new to the pod for the season, if you're new to the pod because of the Reality Gays collab, welcome. Thank you guys for being here. We love you guys. We think this is going to be a good season. We're excited about it. I think it looks great. We are sorry for not doing the first episode. Well, we kind of did. We did the smaller, the smaller recap, but I don't think we missed anything. I think we picked up very quickly today. Snatched. Snatched. I think we're back. Yeah. John, I know you're not planning any travels in the near future, so well, we're going to be on one. schedule. You I are. Have, yeah, you do? I, I hope it's oh, not Don't gonna, tell me about it. Uh, it's next week. Oh, come on. But I think I think we, we can get uh, 90 Day and Darcy and Stace in the can before I go. Okay. Well, you have to tell me when you're going. Yeah. Okay. Because next week's going to be big. I think we're going to be introduced to Debbie and Usama. Ooh. Which, woo, this is why we watch this show, folks. Debbie. Oh, Debbie. Dirty Debbie's date. the one who's going to follow the donkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody call 911. <laughs> All right. That is it, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married for Darcy and Stacy, And for the fact that we may or may not cover Love in Paradise. No! Love is blind after the altar. You're so bad. I'm You're so, so bad. I'm so bad at numbers. I'm so bad at names. Um, at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you follow the podcast right here. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as a nice planned review. Yay! Thank you, Kate. What a beautiful review. Beautiful nice review. Thank you so much. Extra nice review. So be like Kate. Leave a review if you haven't done it. Five-star reviews get read on this very podcast right here. So that is it. I think I've said it all of you. Said it all. You said it all. Said it all. all right. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>